The Paunch Stevenson Show. PaunchStevenson.com. Episode 305. Wednesday, October 21st, 2020. Oh, yeah. Note to self, I've got to listen to the Paunch Stevenson Show. Wait a minute, is it the show? All right. I don't know if, if, if anyone will be able to hear this. This may be the... Yeah, there's uh, we're outside in the outdoor dining, eh, outdoor dining. I don't know somewhere, literally right next to the highway. So if there's a motor vehicle uh, accident or if uh, you know somebody is drunk, even though it's I don't know one o'clock in the afternoon, they come off of the road here, they miss this turn, and they take out all of these picnic tables that are set up here, including us, and that'll be it. And then hopefully somewhere Rob will be able to get this uh, this recording and put it online uh, of the Paunch Stevenson Show. I'm here with the, the great and powerful Lanza again. It's been a while. You, you gotta be uh, It's louder. been a while. Uh, still alive. Pandemic has not killed him. Not yet. Not, not yet. yet. Um, and of course, across the street, there is some kind of a tractor supply place where... Marine construction. Where it sounds like they're sawzalling a boat of some kind. So, yeah, we're here. We just, uh, this is, a, it's interesting. I'd never been here, been there before. Um, and Leonardo, New Jersey is actually the, the filming location of the quick stop in the Clerks movie for uh, Kevin Smith, 1994 Clerks. And apparently I'd never been there before, which is funny because it's literally 150 yards off of Route 36, which I've driven down 400,000 times over my life. Uh, Lanza's from the the uh, the Bronx, so he... I've not been. I don't think I've ever been on Route 36. Uh, well, if you keep going on Route 36, eventually you get to a shore town called Keensburg, which is a dump. But when I was a little kid back in the 80s, they had a very, they had, there's a, like a, not a boardwalk, but there's like a rides there, an arcade and stuff. So we would go there a lot of times. Sure. Um, but yeah, it's a bit, it was a bit rundown. Keensburg. Uh, Rob would know. And uh, so that's that way. And that's about it. And I think also if you keep going that way on 36, maybe into 34, eventually you go past like Springsteen's house and Bon Jovi's mansion and things like that. Springsteen lives on like a horse ranch. Like this massive complex where I think he has like horses and stuff. Whereas Bon Jovi lives on like a lake. It's like a villa on a lake. It's ridiculous. I'm sure they're doing okay. Yeah, so... uh, we are here. I am stuck. Yeah, we're waiting for lunch. King's Arms Diner. Two, the King's, King's Arms Diner. Two. two, so they're doing pretty well. Well, I, I don't know. I mean, we're outside. There's people eating inside. We're the only people outside. Um, as the cars zip by. So, the first thing, as we're eating here, I wonder, what is your take on the fake meats? Like the plant burgers and stuff? I get, well, what else is there? Well, now they have, they've branched into like a lot of fake meat, so... Yeah, but isn't it all like plant-based? It's all plant-based, yeah, but it's not just burgers. 
Oh, oh, that's right. Yeah. There's sausage so a lot. and yeah. bacon. So, so since we've been home for like six months, <laughs> been able to try different things for the hell of it. Um, I mean, I got the Impossible Whopper. Yeah, and, I've done that. Yeah, I mean, there's so yeah. much shit on it that you don't. I don't taste the difference because there's mayo and lettuce and cheese and, and bacon. And well, so, I don't get any of that stuff. Yeah, but so I just got I just got a regular Impossible Whopper with all the fixings, so I didn't taste the difference. I, I think it's funny that the Impossible. If you look on the menu, between the Impossible Whopper and the regular Whopper, there's like a 20 calorie. Difference. Yeah, the plant stuff isn't like healthy, <laughs> like calorie wise. Well, it wise, would be, but it's healthier. Just yeah, it dousing it in salt. salt. Of course, yes. So I've eaten one at home, and it was like fine i don't know it was okay uh it wouldn't be my go-to the, the other meats i've tried i don't have i think they're terrible they're probably healthier because there's probably not a lot of salt that's why but it depends the burger you know i don't know my thing is why don't they have an impossible whopper junior like i don't want the whole whopper i never when i, I never used to get a whopper i would get the whopper junior you know uh i didn't even think of that even though you're getting ripped off the whopper junior is like a dollar 40, less, right? <laughs> 40 cents, cents less, less than yeah. the Whopper. Right. right. Well, it's like the soda sizes. I used to always get like an extra large because if they were all a dollar, it was like Dunkin' Donuts iced tea. If they're all a dollar. Well, even Dunkin' Donuts coffee. Wow. The well, small, between a small, medium, and large coffee is literally like a 20 cent yeah. increase. Why would I not, even if I throw half of it away, it's worth my money. So, always went with the large. Well, with Dunkin' Donuts, I always get the, I get a medium or a large because I, I have them put ice cubes in it. In the coffee. Yeah, because otherwise you can't drink it. Fucking your mouth burnt off. Yeah, Gone. I mean, coffee's supposed to be hot. Yeah, but like I, mean, I, I need to be able saying. to drink it and yeah. not be like <laughs> And then the, my and then my tongue then I feel like I have the COVID because I can't taste you know, anything. If that happened to you like thirty years ago, you'd be a millionaire. True. Could have just piggybacked on that whole thing. Well, it's there's been recent times. Uh, it wasn't yeah. too long ago. There was a time when the McDonald it was Within ten years, somebody had. We I think we talked about it on this show, Rob and I, years ago. That they went into McDonald's, they got the coffee. The coffee lid wasn't on properly. Oh well, yeah. Spilled all over them, and they got like third degree burns. And Rob well, and I were the like, "The lid isn't on properly." Well, yeah, but like Rob and I were like, "How does it?" But that happens to me all the time at Dunkin' Donuts. When I go through the drive, well, again, millionaire, you're missing out. At least a thousand dollar error. My concern is that I don't win anything, and then I'm left with like. My they genitals get, that have been yeah. scorched. Well, you, gotta get, you gotta get one of those lawyers that only get paid if you win. <laughs> Who's the always sunny lawyer? Is he just called the lawyer? Not, uh, no, it's his uncle. It's uncle uh, with the hands. Brian, no, 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 not him. Oh, I don't know Charlie's one. lawyer. Not Charlie's uncle. The lawyer. Don't they just call him the lawyer? The tall Brian Unger is the actor. Oh, Oh, my or the God. attorney or something. Maybe, yeah, yeah, yeah. He's yeah, in like yeah. every year. Yes, he's in one episode a year. Yes. Yeah. So one of the, the funny thing about Always Sunny is as I'm thinking about like coronavirus, I don't remember if we talked about it on the show, but you and I tried to go to Philadelphia one time to to get them on the to meet them on the set. Well, we did go. We were there. We, did, we were there. No, you got D. Didn't I got you? D. I did get D. We saw D and uh, uh, Danny DeVito get mobbed by people, but the other guys, I guess, they left from the set. They didn't go back to their trailers. But anyway, they they were filming that first episode of, of the fourteen. It wasn't this year. It wasn't fifteen. It yeah, I think it was 14. two years ago. Yeah, was yeah, actually, to be quite honest with you, it was at least four years ago because I was in Hoboken. It was twenty sixteen. Yes, but so, the episode came out twenty seventeen. So right. 
Um, but it's the episode where it's the it's the season premiere of that season, and it's the one where they they wake up in a, like a dream. It's state. the Wiz, basically. Yeah. Well, they yeah. become black. Well, or is it Quantum Leap? Right. Just... Right. Uh, well, spoiler: it's all a dream. Yeah. Well. <laughs> well. Uh, <laughs> for the homeless guy. <laughs> yeah. But anyway, so they 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 the team the the gang turns into black people. And then they start singing songs, and you know one of the songs that the Dennis kept singing, and I'm, I, immediately I think about like coronavirus, and like, you know, just like you know you need the mask here, you got to do this here, do that there. What and are then, the rules? What are the rules? <laughs> what are um, the rules? And then Charlie finds out at the end. When you when you've uh, what was it? How's it go? When you've just turned black and you can't turn back. <laughs> I don't know the chorus, but there's no what are the rules. Up the rules. Yeah. Yeah, and then Charlie Day, who wrote all those songs oh. in that episode, because there's a video of him like doing, like coming up with them with a. Oh, really? I haven't guitar. seen that. I haven't seen that. It's like a ten minute video. Yeah. Um, <laughs> and then, uh, and then, like Charlie Day comes in, like you could tell, like Dennis and um, and Mac, like they might be able to sing a little bit, like off Broadway, if they were like off Broadway yeah. to sing a little bit. D can't sing at all. And obviously Danny DeVito can't sing. No. But all he sang was, I'm going to say the N-word. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> but like Charlie Day, you could tell, actually has like musical capabilities. And then he would come in with this like, this like totally different voice. Like, I just turned black. Yeah. Uh, that was like the, the last good Sonny of the last few years. I mean, I enjoy most of them. I think that, it's a lot of hit and miss stuff, especially when everyone thought. I liked when Dennis got the new show on AB, uh, an NBC, AP oh, Bio, AP. right? So the season finale goes, "I'm done with this gang," and you really don't know if he is actually going to come back for a new season. Right, of Sunny. Right. Then the first episode is uh, they have, they have doll like the of doll. him, which is good. <laughs> and then he comes in like, "What the hell are you guys doing?" But and like, like the Super Bowl episode to me, like, there's no Dennis in it, right? Because he's like driving. Uh, so I think that kind of hurts too. And then they all did their own stuff for a while. Dee had her own show. Yeah, but I guess whenever they come back now, they'll be... They'll be in quarantine. No, I, yeah, I mean... No, no, like... I think they... Um, my point would be, I think they would do a quarantine episode, which oh, I think is course. hilarious. Yeah, right. Well, yeah. they did the texting one, uh, or the right. FaceTiming one, which I thought that was actually brilliant too. Like, they keep saying Dee's not funny, and she comes in late with the jokes. Yes. Yeah. Uh, yeah, it's a great show. And it's funny, I was thinking about quarantine and filming, and like uh, they're filming the last, the final season of Shameless. And so I guess, you know, they don't, they can't travel. So they wound up, like normally they would film exteriors for like the house in the neighborhood in Chicago. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So they actually rebuilt the, the house front of the house. They had to, they didn't have a choice in LA. They didn't have a choice. I guess, but you could do, um, if you're filming outside, yeah. I mean, they're not gonna. They're not gonna. Sh the B roll is no problem. Yes, yes, yeah, right. But right. I mean, you know, what I mean, like they're not gonna take the whole cast to Chicago or for not even, a month. Not even, right? If you only need three people outside, then it's even well, right, right. Yeah, but a lot of it does ridiculous. take. take a yeah. lot of it takes place like I've never. Outside. I've never seen like full seasons of Shameless. Just an episode here and there. It's a great. It was a really, really good show, and um, they had this like crazy our food is coming they had this crazy um let's see here. they had this crazy season that it revolved around emmy rossum's character like being like drunk 
and so it was very drop very dramatic drama heavy yeah they did uh it was very it was very dramatic and then they resolved it and then she left the show so then like last season was she wasn't on the show at all and i don't think she's coming back this year and so they went with the other characters they they it, i don't know it's kind of lost the step well, it's I also think. what 10 years now this is 11 11 yeah i mean think about it that show has what 10 episodes a season yeah sorry it's only 100 episodes and it's like eh. you had shows going 200 300 episodes yeah like i mean supernatural well, well, you can retcon everything in Supernatural, which is a whole other like. Uh, you can what? You can retcon anything you want, wow. like Angel's power. True. Like, yeah. To... Again, that's a show that again, funny enough, that's a show that was only had like a five season arc, and that was it. All right. I um. You know, it's funny. Uh, I know. I don't think you've been keeping up with it as much. I've actually started watching the Fifteen just because. Right. I mean, it is the final season now, so. Yeah, this is it. They, um... But the last two have been kind of in and out of... They're pre- it's still pretty good. I have to say, it's still a pretty good show. Despite the fact that... I mean, they've basically done everything. Right. Uh-oh. And then some. It's a bucket loader that might run us over over there. What's going on there? Digging up the... Is he, like, lifting that truck up with the bucket loader? I have a few bushes in my way, so you would do better than I would. Uh, I have the same bushes. Oh, you got the overbush. No. Mm. Just, uh... I don't know what that was, actually. I have enjoyed Supernatural. Um, That's also a show that I've invested 15 years in. <laughs> so, like... A long time. And speaking of cancellation, Netflix has canceled everything. Yeah, Glow. I really like Glow. They canceled Glow. Well, Glow was at least a few seasons in. Glow was three seasons in. Um, they can't. I, I watched this the, this uh, space show called Away with, with Hillary uh, Swank. Hillary Swank. Yeah, they canceled that after one season. Altered Carbon. They canceled after two seasons. I thought the second season was terrible. Well, uh, when you give fifty million dollars to comedy, is that what they've done? Well, I mean, that's what Chappelle got, and I feel like everyone gets a special on there now, so... I mean, I, st- I like the Sandler movies. Or did you watch UV Halloween? Not yet. I mean, if you're a Sandler fan, you'll like it. But, <laughs> I mean, to me, I know what I'm getting into a Sandler movie, so I that's my expectation. It'll be past characters, it'll be the same people. It'll be it. like Jennifer Aniston or, or Drew Barrymore. <laughs> Or Julie Bowen. No. Um, uh, right. Oh, also the uh, the Big Show. Didn't he have a show that was canceled? The Big Big Show show. Oh yeah, but that was like <laughs> ten episodes. That was like garbage. I didn't even. Wa- I mean, listen, I'm a wrestling fan. And I didn't watch it. Uh, so a few of those like don't surprise me, but like I don't know. They have so much money to throw around. I guess they just... But there's also, like, hardly any data of, like, what's bringing them money and stuff. There's no... No, they have ratings. In theory. But, like, their complaint was, like, for Glow that because, like, they filmed... An, first of all, they filmed an episode of Glow. They were in production of the second episode. <laughs> and then COVID happened, so the excuse was by the time uh. it airs in 2021, it'll be two years since the third season. So it'll be too long for people 
And they pay, and supposedly all the actors are paid already. Like they didn't like they they paid them for the year. They have to, right? So then, what? You're not saving anything. <laughs> what a few production costs? Wow. So that makes no sense. But speaking of cancellation and revivals, Dexter's coming back next uh, year. Uh. I would put the first four seasons of that show up against anything of, like, near perfection. Although, I still say season four had so many terrible, like, not even, like, a plot twist. Just, like, turn a blind eye of, like, why Dexter is late or, like, why... Was the last the last season was the one with Julia Stiles, right? No, that was five. That was right after spoiler, uh, Rita dies. Um. And like he she's like a captive and he goes after like like some underground like yeah. madman or something like that. Some weird thing. Six was the one with Colin Hanks. Mm. Yeah, five and six were not very good. That's fine because I like six a lot. Six ends with Deb finding out that he's a killer. Oh. Yeah, that was okay. The So, wait. The last season was the one with the old lady, right? I don't even remember. No, no, no. Eight was... No, no. At eight? Yes. Eight. Nah. Eight is the one where, like, the kid is taken after his tendencies. Like, he finds, like, some teenager that he thinks is a killer. Maybe there is an old lady. The point is, at the end... That's when Deb's a vegetable and they kill the Guertha at seven. <laughs> It goes, and then they're like, everyone turns a blind eye. They're like, like to anything he does. That's what. Oh, seven, I think, is when Peter Weller's in it, or six. Doctor Weller. Doctor Weller, and then like Deb's boyfriend's just like, don't investigate him anymore. After you has photo evidence of him like dumping bodies into the river. <laughs> so like, you know, it just completely goes off the rails. But I mean, if they leave him. As a lumberjack, which I feel like they're not going to do, and he'll be in Miami again. Arr. If it's a fresh, fresh start of, like, a brand new Dexter with new cast and him, maybe I can get behind it. Or maybe, like, he's married now and something like that. But uh, to bring back the old cast or, like... It's just that... Well, most of them are dead. That's what I mean. Like... Huh. I mean, Deb is dead. Like, I don't... Or, or they go the whole season eight is a dream. Yeah, would be fantastic. Actually, awful. I just think that you know the whole premise of the show was that when he's a serial killer, he has this different motive. He's like an avenger, mm -hmm. some kind. But that you don't want you as a viewer, you don't want him to be caught, right? As it, in the last few seasons, I was like, "Can somebody catch this this damn guy and kill him?" Right. But also, it was so like like I don't know, dokes they killed off too early. Like it was a lot. I still stand by it. Before I get too critical, like the first four seasons, I was totally into it, and then Clive left the uh, the showrunner. Ah, uh. so that's why five, six, seven, and eight are like off the rails. So supposedly he is coming back and writing this new season. Or reboot, or whatever you want to call it. Um, but, like, to me, there's no more twist either. Like, was he going to have another long lost brother? Like, another one? That's what I mean. Like, what could you. I don't know. Like, the whole point of the ending was to give the kid off to what's her face. 
Yeah, um, uh, I forgot. Sarah from Chuck. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> Chuck. Yvonne or Yvette or Yvonne. Yeah, Ravhovsky. So, like, what would be the point of bringing them back? Like, I don't know. But I will watch the first episode and be totally, yeah. totally judgmental. So, um, speaking of wrestling, what is the state of wrestling at this point? <laughs> it's horrible. <laughs> I mean, it's terrible. So they just re- so whoop. they just wrestle in empty arena. Yeah. Uh, although it's not empty anymore, it's virtual. All right. So yeah. What I've noticed is because I oh god <laughs> I don't watch WWE. I I watch AEW, and. Obviously, the WWE, what they do is they rest, so they have a ring. <laughs> the ring is in this, like, like tiny room. Well, now they changed that, too. Oh, because I was watching something the other day. I saw a clip yeah. where it was like a tiny room, and the room was just f- full of, of LCD screens all the way around with oh, supposedly yeah. fans. They still have that, but it is an arena. Oh. Oh. No. Oh. Really doesn't matter. So they're but, all in Florida. Yeah. The AEW is Florida. In the Daily Center. Yeah. 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 They're Nobody all Florida. Yeah. There's AD, AEW's in Jacksonville. WWE's mm-hmm. in Orlando. Is Vince down there? Well, supposedly, but huh. I mean, who knows, right? I mean, he went down a few times, but who knows? To me, it's just like, why would you? I wouldn't go. No. Um, I don't know. It, I mean, I feel like all sports, though, is like that. Like, baseball is missing something. <laughs> right? Like, the fake crowd noise, to me, I'll never get behind in huh. anything. The cardboard cutouts. Cardboard cutouts, the teddy bears. Um, Pittsburgh had that. Oh. Um... So, yeah, like, like, I didn't watch the World Series last night. Uh, I watched some of it. Just some. There's actually a lot of Dodger fans there now because... Oh, that's right, they have it in Texas, I forgot. Right, right, right. They're playing the games in the Dallas-Texas stadium between Tampa Bay and Los Angeles. And there aren't any Tampa Bay fans to begin with. So, let alone any of them that are going to go to Texas. So, the Dodger fans have been going to Texas. I did forget there was fans, so now I'll have to check it out. Yeah, but I mean, they're... <laughs> Listen, 11,000 is still... There's a smattering. Yeah, well, I mean, if you watch a Giant game or a Jet game with zero and watch any other team with, like, a little bit, it's a little... It is different. Oh, thank you. Thanks. You see, I was going to come down here to see if you guys needed anything, but I really hate going up and down those stairs, so I just poked my head out. I'm like, oh, let me get them soda. Yeah, perfect. <laughs> yeah, thank you. Appreciate thank it. You. No problem. Do you need anything? No, no, no. no All righty. Uh, oh. Does she have to sign a waiver to be on the podcast? I'll cut it out. Yeah. Okay. To me, even AEW, 
there's no reason to do all these moves to break your leg, to be out <laughs> six months, or get a concussion, and there's, there's just no reason for it. Well, the reason is, it's because of the wrestling business. If you don't perform now, when this clears up in two years, where are you going to be? I know, but if you break your leg and are out for nine months, yeah. <laughs> where are you going to be? Or if you have visa issues, that's a whole other story. There's visa issues. Neville, I think, is still Ooh. in the UK. Oh. Oh. Pac. You've been watching AEW. I have to be honest with you. <laughs> this is one of my issues now with wrestling. Not so much if, if I were to watch WWE, it's not so much because WWE tends to still use the the um, the gimmicks in the names. Mm. Um, so you can figure out who's who. AEW, yeah, I turn that thing, I don't know who the hell's who. Yeah. And I've been watching it for months now. I don't remember which guy's which because they're not only that, I mean, so they, they're doing like the old WCW thing where guys are now just, even if it's not their real name. It's their real name. Yeah, they're wrestling yeah. under like a, a normal name, you know, yeah. like a, you know, John Smith, you know, or whatever. So they're doing that. And then it's like, I can't remember who's who. Right, right. Obviously, yeah, I mean, you know. The bigger names I can remember, you know, Chris Jericho, who's fatter than me. I don't, what the hell is he doing? Well, he's on tour. A little wind kicked up, and I, I don't know, this tent may come down on us here. Or a bird flew into it. No. But, yeah, I mean, uh, Jericho is just, uh, you know, and like you're saying, like, I watch, a, I like AEW because there's a lot of action. The guys use a lot of um, very technical moves, very, uh, ac you know, acrobatic or, or gymnastical, I don't know what the term is, mm -hmm. uh, moves. Um, and it's, you know, it's very exciting in that sense. And the, the announcers are pretty good. They have Jim Ross, they have Tony Schiavone. Taz sits in once in a while. Once in a while they have Taz. Uh, they have this Excalibur guy who I'm not a big fan of. I think he's pretty good. He's okay. Uh, it just... It, it, and, you know, and then they do... They have some rivalries and things like that. It's just... It's very difficult for them to do a weekly show in the same building with the same people. And they do some backstage stuff, you know, where they'll, like, fight in the parking lot. But there's, like... That's only once... You, you, how do you like you can't do anything to me like can't mix it up I enjoyed it like six months ago or a year ago when like like I don't need to see the same people on my screen every week which is why I don't really watch a lot of WWE but I like like I enjoy Jungle Boy and Luchasaurus who yeah, are really featured good. on like FTR I could really I don't I don't really care about is that the guys with the Tully Blanchard? Yeah. First of all, their names are like Dash Hardwood. Like, like <laughs> That's Dick what I mean. Dash. <laughs> I can't figure out who's who. Yeah. So, like, they have ridiculous names, number one. And then... The MJF guy is funny. Yeah, but even him. Like, he's hardly... Like, he only does... <clears throat> I don't think he's much of a wrestler. Which is fine. But they're not even... I don't know. I Like, I felt he was so much better, like, six months ago. And Matt it, Hardy, I have no interest in. No. The well, Dark Order, I have no interest in. The Brody Lee guy is, is good in the sense because he's so big. 
Yeah, but like when he talks and he says like I'll kick your ass, well, like that's great. And then he's an he idiot. Lo- right, but then he loses, and then like I don't know, it's like kills the momentum for him. Um, the other thing is, I, I also the women's division is a little light. I think it's well, I think it's terrible. <laughs> okay. I mean, I mean, like their champion, right, is fine, but she's not a gimmick or anything. She's not a character, and then. Like, Britt Baker is probably their best character as a dentist, and she's not really doing too much. Well, the most ridiculous part of it is, um, I was just thinking of someone that's in there. Cassidy? No, I'll get to him. Uh, I figured that. No, it's, um, no, just the, the dumbness of it. I don't know. Oh, Jake the Snake. So they have Jake the Snake Roberts managing... <laughs> Lance Archer. Yeah, whoever. <laughs> but Jake the Snake, who used to be able to cut, like, really good promos back in the day. Like, you can't even understand a word he says. And again, he's also... I really had an issue, which was also... I guess now I don't, but, like, in April and May, watching, like, flying in, like, Ugh. Tully Blanchard... WWE has Ric Flair out there who's like already Crazy. knocking on Dead's door. Like, Didn't so, and wait, Ric Flair's wife got coronavirus. Right. Which, and he's he like, he's like, oh, I'm, I'm Ric Flair. I'm, <laughs> yeah. I'm styling, profiling in the basement. Right, I mean, so he had to have it. Like, so whatever. So, like, I already have an issue with them, like, flying all these old timers in. Number one. So, in like April and May is not that enjoyable, but like now it is what it is. Like, well, Jake had a quarantine, they like in a hotel, died. right? <laughs> they had, they quarantined Jake in a hotel by himself where he like is tweeting and uh, saying, like, I can't take it here. Like, I need a fix because I'm two days alone. You can't get drugs. Right. So then, he, so then they, like, he's got to live in DDP's, like, daughter's base, like, <laughs> like room or some great, or the garage. So, like, yeah. is it worth it for him to cut, like you said, a nonsensical promo? Like, just film it. Just film the stupid thing at his house. Like, we have technology in 2020 to do this and no one wants to do it. it makes no sense to me. So, like, that's number one. Number two, does anyone care if Ric Flair's on TV? No. Like, I'm going to tune in this week. <laughs> because they're wheeling out a 70-year-old man, and let's see if he actually, like, dies on live TV from a virus that we're not acknowledging. He, um... Yeah, so anyway, so last thing about the AEW. So I'm watching... So, all right, so I've been watching this AEW for a while, on and off. You know, I DVR it, so there's weeks where I feel like watching it, and other weeks I don't feel like it. I'll just delete it. And, um... So they got this guy named, his gimmick is Orange Cassidy. And he's a, a little guy. He's not very big. And he, he's, he's like, a, like a preppy. You know, he has like the aviator uh, shades on and the denim jacket and all. And uh, I guess his big thing is he's kind of like, I, I would liken him most to like Shawn Michaels. In a sense that, only, only in a sense Ooh. that... He's a small guy, and they put him up against, like, the bigger guys and more of the heavyweights and all. Well, I just think he's just supposed to be just not lazy, but he just doesn't exert any energy unless when he has to. Right, so he has this gimmick where he, like, doesn't care. Doesn't care at all, and, like, he gets in the ring, and he starts, like, like, like you know... Kicks the guy's shins. Puts his hands in his pockets, and, and then they start beating him up, whatever. Anyway, so I've been watching this guy for months. And I don't know, just 
I don't even know why. Just uh, like a, a, a week ago, I just decided to look him up on Wikipedia. I have no idea why I did this. So I look him up. And I'm reading it. And all of a sudden, like, I see that he's from New Jersey, which doesn't register me. There's a lot of wrestlers from New Jersey. Right. Um, and so I get to the point where they talk about his, like, <coughs> earlier independent career. And all of a sudden, I see this in there. They said he wrestled as the fire ant. And all of a sudden, I go, I'm like, wait a minute. I know that name. And then it hits me. So my cousin lived in Hoboken, New Jersey for several years after college. And he roomed with, you know, his friends, whatever. They, they'd have an apartment for a couple of years, go to a different apartment. At some point, I think it was probably the last one that he got before he, he, uh, he got engaged and got married and moved out of there. The last one he had, there was some guy living there that he would tell us about <clears throat> that he was a, a an, an independent wrestler. I don't know what his actual job was. I don't know if he was like a cook or something. I don't know what, what the deal was with this guy. But that he wrestled like independent. And I was like, oh, okay, whatever. Because a lot of people do that in, in, in the New, greater New Jersey area. There's a lot of independent wrestling. So I just took it for what it was. So a few times I would go to my cousin's apartment for like Giants games or, or something like that. Or once it was like for his birthday. And this guy was not often there because on the weekends he was wrestling. <laughs> so a few times I did like run into him there or whatever. And I just remember, and I said to my cousin, but this guy is tiny. Who's, who's he wrestling? This guy's tiny. And he says he wrestles as <laughs> the fire ant. Like he wears the, 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 the mask and all, and he's the fire ant. I was like, oh, so, so I'm thinking, like, he's like a luchador-type wrestler. And I'm like, well, this guy's not going to go anywhere. Come on. It's a, literally, he's a twerp. He looked like Harvey Whippleman. And now look at him. Wait, so I'm like, this guy's a nobody. <laughs> so now I'm like, I so I text my cousin. I go, listen. I said, this. do you know this guy, your friend? Um, I forget his actual name. His name's James I something. I said, you know, your old roommate is like a big shot now in this professional wrestling show. He goes, yeah, yeah, yeah. He's like, he's like, I can't believe it. He's like, he's like, he's like this, he's like this big guy. He's like, he's wrestling Chris Jericho. Like, we can't believe it. He's like, yeah, he's, he says he still texts him here and there. But I remember this. So this guy, you know, obviously didn't make much money. And the apartments in Hoboken are a lot of money. And so basically, we used to joke about, like, my family would joke about, um, this guy would, he was, there was like four guys in the apartment, I think, maybe five, I don't remember, but like the rest of them were all friends, except for, I don't know where they found this guy, <laughs> and he lived there, and, but the thing was, he did the grocery shopping, he cooked their food, and he, I think maybe cleaned up, so he paid like very little rent, because he did all this other stuff for them, because they were idiots, <laughs> but I said, said, said to my cousin, this is the guy that used to cook your, your like make your food. <laughs> now he's a this big shot wrestler. I don't know how much make, money he's making doing that, but that's one of my all-time favorite stories. 
that? Yeah, that's, I think that's hilarious. And listen, it's a true story, and if they ever start doing like wrestling conventions again and I meet this guy, I'm gonna be like, you, you gotta give me a freebie here, you know? Yeah, well, if I meet him first, I'm gonna use that story. What? Yeah, I just didn't say. Listen, uh, it just goes to show you never know. You never know. It's it's really crazy because again, I remember talking to the guy because like the funny part was like he would be at these par- like a couple of these parties, and like the other some of the other guys they would like they knew wrestling, but it was clearly like they had given up on it. Right. Because I was gonna say it had to be not that long ago either. He's not that old. Uh. Right? Well, I mean, my cousin got married. It's probably been. Uh, well, his daughter is like almost three. So, probably got married, and I think he got married that year. So, yeah, I mean, he was—I mean, he probably moved like, let's say five years. Five ago. years, yeah, ago. right. Let's say five, even six years, just for the hell of it. That's not. No, it isn't. No, it's not that long. And yeah, so it was impressive. But I remember talking about wrestling because nobody else cared. That's that's funny too. Like. Thanks. Thank you. I just remember having like, just you know, pointless conversations with the kid about I'm wrestling. Sure he, I'm sure he enjoyed it. Eh, not really. <laughs> he seemed he seemed like a nice guy, but uh, yeah, it's crazy. Big wrestling star now. Do you, uh, have, a, do you have a photo with him? Why would I have a photo with Maybe him at the party? I don't know. No. I mean, I could probably look. I don't know. I could look in my cousin's Facebook if he has like old pictures of them. I don't know. Because, like I said, it was strange. Because, like I said, the other guys were like. So, what would happen all the times? I'd go to the apartment, and then we'd all go out, you know, and watch the Giants or right, something. Right, we'd right. go to the bar that it was in there. They they were in this um, one of those newer complex. You know, there's a there's a bar called. It's right on the water, like Wolf something. Yeah, there's a, yeah, like by the Ainsworth. I don't know. It's, yeah, it's yeah, like yeah. Wolf, some, it's some, I don't know, some bar. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They're in that, bi- like, they were in that building. Oh, forget- oh. It was a very expensive yeah. place. Oh, my God. Dude. <laughs> and so, no, so I would go there, just, like, go up to the apartment for a few minutes, and we'd go down to the bar and, like, watch the game. But, so this guy was never there. So, like, he didn't, like, really hang out with these other guys. Right, 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 right. Because, you know, they were, like working in the city or something and then they would come home or whatever. like they had normal jobs then they would like go out at normal times like this guy would he would be working out and then on the, on the weekends he's off wrestling you know in in uh Teaneck, new jersey somewhere the, at the armory <laughs> that is that is funny well uh, what else <coughs> ah. have you seen the bill and ted three no i have not come on if not, Rob will never see this damn movie. Why? It's not, he he takes forever to watch stuff. Oh. I, I I gotta be honest. I just don't. Sucks to say. I just don't have a big interest in it. But well, I was more my age group. You know, when the first movie came out. You know, I, I, I like love the first one. Ten. The second one I never liked. Bogus Journey. I yeah, liked it. I never got into Bogus Journey. And like, I just feel like there's nothing to be told on the third one. I mean, I read a synopsis where it's basically like the first movie. Right. Well, so is the second one. Right? Well, at least they die in the second one. Well, they right. die in the third one. Oh, yeah? Spoiler. That's okay. Spoiler. They do everything in the third one. 
Well, I know they. I guess so, yeah, because they meet death. Right? How else would they meet them? Yes. Right, right, right. Well, he has his own place down there. And there's no George Carlin, which is like. There you well, go. Thank you very thank much. You. Have a wonderful day. You too, thank you. Um, so, that's also not a big deal, but it's just like. Eh. They have Kristen Schaal plays yeah, she's his daughter. Yeah. She's what? She's like in everything now. Yeah. But, no, so anyway, my point being. I thought that, you know, there's a lot of times when these, these franchises come back after, you know, 20 years, 25 years, 30 years. Oh, yeah. And it's a it's a train wreck. But I actually thought this one was really good. Like, it was really, really well done. And it was funny. There was some parts of it that were dumb. You know, there's a lot of time. Obviously, there's a lot of time traveling. It's Bill and Ted. Right. Um... But I, I really, I gotta be honest, I really thought they did a nice job huh. in, in bringing it back. Like it was, I thought it was a worthwhile movie. Whereas some others are like, oh. I feel like that's, not some, I feel like most, <laughs> like I, it's very hard for me to, it's easier for me to name sequels or reboots that I didn't enjoy at all than what. I mean, I'm still, I mean, I'm still looking forward to the, the Ghostbusters Oh yeah! Whenever the hell that comes out, supposedly in March, they won't. They won't. At this point, I would just like to see a second trailer. Just I don't to... think they want to give anything away. I, I don't. Well, know. I, I know. See, I, I think, well, I do think it would have led up to like at some point in the trailer revealing the old Ghostbusters. Oh well, because that's I mean, that's the hook. I guess. I don't know how much they're a part of it. Probably not, but again. That's what you're hooking people, people like, right? Or at least show a Slimer or a uh, or a something. Well, I actually thought the concept of the kids, I thought that was fine. Well, it's a Stranger Things vibe. Well, literally, literally has one. Exactly, of them, right? Literally. <laughs> so, how much even are the adults? I mean, from the trailer, like the terror dogs are back. Well, they're on a farm, right? Yeah, but it's Shandor's farm. Oh, right. Because the name of it's like the Shandor Mine or something. Oh, like is that. it? Yeah. So, but it's, it was owned by uh, Egon. I'm assuming, but I think people like so because it's his daughter and his, well, it's his granddaughter. Yeah, which people are already having a problem with because they're like the timeline doesn't meet up, and in, it's like all right, let's all take it mean? easy here. No, it's his daughter. Well, Carrie Coon, I'm assuming, is his daughter. Yes, that's yes. what I mean. Yeah, yeah. but I guess uh, they, I don't know. They were going by like how old the granddaughter would be, and we never saw his family. Those are the people who like <laughs> way too into it. <laughs> Which I think it's fine. Um, well, I think it's clear in the in the first two movies he's still a virgin. Nah, <laughs> no shot. He was all over the place. He had Janine, Louis Telly, Louis Telly is, is hitting on Sigourney Weaver and Janine. Well, he I mean, won't be there. I feel like though he won't be in the movie. I don't know. I feel like they got to reference him or do something. No, Rick. Like, Mor- I mean, I'm saying Rick Moranis is not in the movie. Let me tell you. They keep saying no. I would not be surprised if he's in it for like. Literally three minutes. I don't think he so. did a Ryan Reynolds commercial I saw that. That was for terrible. no reason, and now he got punched in the face. But and he got punched in the face. But you know, but now I know where to wait for him. So win-win. <laughs> I could have told you that. <laughs> yeah, win-win. Yeah, it, uh, it's funny. Rob mentioned it to me in an email, and so Rick Moranis, he lives in the Upper West Side of New York near Central Park, and that's become you know that used to be like a very you know high price area. area. And because they, you know, the problem in New York City is there's a lot of homeless people. And because they didn't want them to stay in a homeless shelter because it would spread the virus, they started putting them in hotels. 
And one of them was in that area. So a lot of homeless people, drug addicts around there causing problems. And uh, so Moranis, you know, was taking a walk. He always walks around there. And apparently some nutcase came off of the subway and just like... Punched him in the face. Yeah, just really decked so, him. Yeah. So, <laughs> so I, I, li- I was following Opie from the old Opie ah! and Anthony show on ah! Twitter. And Opie goes, I guess he, I guess he has an apartment maybe around there. I'm not sure. And Opie's like, he goes, he goes, you know, it's funny. You know, I've seen Rick Moranis. I've seen him walking around there a million times. He goes, he's the kind of guy that if you, if you recognize him and like he realizes it, he gives you like the dirtiest look ever. So Opie was like. He's the last guy that you would expect someone to just walk up and punch because he is giving you that that look like he's going to be the one that does the punching. He doesn't pull off that vibe at all, though. And he was he was I mean he was okay with you, yeah. And even when at Frank Oz's play opening night, well, well, no, I think there he or, he uh, he but he was cursed okay. When they followed him, I think he cursed at them. Yeah, but do you want to be followed for 10 blocks and would have well, 108 by 10s in your face? Anyway. Oh, so time for some celebrity deaths. Oh, some was the last time you had a podcast? Uh, back in August. Yeah. Missed a lot. Well, we missed some before then, but I, I'll mention some of the ones that you would have known. Uh, 98 years old, died back in March. Carl Reiner. Yeah, Carl Reiner. Was it March or later? Yeah, I think it was like yeah. in March. Yeah, Reiner was tough. Carl Reiner, uh, writer on the show of shows and uh, teamed up with Mel Brooks. Very good. He was in The Jerk. That's right. He was in The Jerk. I was trying to think, of what's the, uh, is it the 100-year-old man? What's the skit with Mel Brooks? 2,000-year-old 2000 man. 2,000-year-old man. There we go. It's a little off. A little off. Carl Carl Reiner, the comedic uh, uh, icon. I think what else he was in. Well, besides those new Ocean Eleven movies, nah. stupid. I mean, no, Ocean's Eleven itself was fine. Twelve, where she is Julia Roberts playing <laughs> Julia Roberts as a whatever. I mean, that's a little much. And thirteen with Pacino, like I'll defend that just because seeing him rant and rave is always. I got no problem. With that. <laughs> <laughs> like screaming about putting like a random new game on his floor, <laughs> and let's not even think of the absurdity of how everything falls into place all the time. But yeah, well. regardless, um, I did not see Ocean's Eight. No, that's not, not What's that. the line that he has in the first one <laughs> when they find out that Tess, who's the character Julie Roberts yeah. plays, yeah. they find out that she's dating. The old nemesis of George Clooney's character, uh, which is played by Andy Garcia. That's it, Garcia, yeah. Uh, what was his name? Oh, my. He's in all of them. Oh, uh, Benedict. Oh, yes. Harry Benedict. <laughs> so they find out that he's dating <laughs> because he's been spying on her or whatever. They find out, and then Carl Reiner's character, Saul, goes, he goes, Tess is with Harry Benedict? She's too tall oh, for him. him. <laughs> yeah. Hey, those anyway. movies are just like popcorn, flick, like, no problem with them. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, 85-year-old died, Wilford Brimley, who we've met. Uh, I mean... 
You get, then you finally got them at the chiller like last year, right? The one with the was last it the, fall? was it the last October? It had to be last October then. I think so. Yeah, it was because that was Tribeca and that was the rah, Exorcist. Rah, rah, rah. Yeah. Well, that would have been April. So maybe it was April. Scratch that April. No, there wasn't. There wasn't one in. Oh, there was one in October. Two years ago. Two years. You know, last they, year. Yeah, last. Yeah, right. Whatever. Right. Two chillers ago because it wouldn't be this chiller because they're all canceled. Ugh. Listen, next week may still be on. Let's cross our fingers. <laughs> we never know. We never know. But we can go to the chiller we hotel go to the and hotel. just we pretend might. Yeah, that. Yeah, might have a cookout outside. We'll get good parking for once. Um, so not too bad of an idea. Yeah, I forgot Brimley died this year. Uh, well, that was not a fart. That was water... I didn't, think, off it, of the, I didn't uh, think it rained that much this morning where there would still be water. I don't leaking. know where that water's coming from. I would assume it's stuck on this tent. Uh, yeah, so Wilford Brimley dead. Yeah. You know, uh, actor from Cocoon and The Thing. Well, all, I sadly, probably most uh, famous for diabetes. 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 I'm um, Wilford Brimley. I've got diabetes. He's <laughs> terrible. Like he's so many good roles. Actually, I, he when I was a kid, he used to do commercials for uh, one of those like uh, like porridge brands, oh, I don't like Quaker that. Oats. Yeah, he used to do like like oatmeal. Okay, you know, like the hot oatmeal. Know. He used to, that back in the '80s. He would do commercials for that. Diabetes. I vividly, vividly. That vividly was more remember. recent. Yeah. And, you know, Wilford, he was also in The Firm. He was in The Natural. Right, The Natural. And uh, Wilford Brimley, you know, the big thing with him was that, like, in the early 1980s, he looked like he was 75 years old. Yeah. But he wasn't. He was, like, 50 years old. Like, he didn't age from, like, 1980 to, like, 2010. I mean, think about it. (laughs) In Cocoon, The Natural, that was all, like, 84, 85 he was. The good thing we didn't sell on that. Yeah, side. I mean, this this tent is really taking a leak. Yeah. He was fifty years old. Yeah, that's hard to believe. Actually, the cocoon one is really hard to believe. Even I the thing. He was, I thought he was eighty in cocoon. No, he was yeah. in his fifties. Yeah. Especially as a kid watching that, where they're all supposed to be. And then he's hanging like around that, with right? like you know, uh, Hugh Cronin and and. Jessica Tandy and these uh, people are like ninety years old. That's what literally. I mean. That's why I thought he would be. Yeah, it's, it's wild. Uh, Wilford Wilford Brimley, dead. Oh, uh, oh, then uh, eighty-one years old. I don't know when he died, but uh, Rennie Santoni, who played Poppy in Seinfeld. Oh, right. That was pretty. Poppy. Yeah forgot about poppy yeah which guy was a poppy again no i don't know. uh he didn't wash his hands in the bathroom uh, and he peed on the couch but he owned the restaurant didn't he He owned the pizzeria yeah yeah, yeah. he peed on the peed couch, on the couch. <laughs> yeah that's right. right he he had the thing where he would like he had like a, you know he was an older guy right. and he, he had like he like had a when he, yeah, little the, little urinate like he didn't pee but like he would have like a little would like yeah. drip out or whatever right and any, anytime he would sit somewhere, like he would get up and like there would be like a little puddle. I think there was on the ca- on one of the couch on like the couch that Elaine was trying to sell or something like that. And then the end of the episode, he sits on Jerry's couch and go, "Poppy, no!" <laughs> the credits come up. <laughs> Wasn't he in the finale? Is one of the they cut so much? I so they cut so many witnesses from the finale. Uh... Like I don't even remember who they had on the stand. I know Babu was on the stand. Babu. 
Uh, <laughs> soup Nazi. Soup Nazis on the stand. <clears throat> Carrie Hatcher's on the stand. Right. Uh, yeah. Poppy dead. And then also, I guess last but not least, uh, only 43 years old, uh, Chadwick Boseman. Yeah, that was so... Which just shocked everyone. I remember reading it Friday night at like 11 o'clock, and I was like, well, this is fake. <laughs> like, clearly this is fake. Has to be. Uh, and then, uh, more amazing to me is that he did the movies while undergoing treatment. Like, not easy roles. And also, like, I guess like a year before, people were, like, in the the tabloids were making fun of him because they were like, why is he so thin? Right. What's the deal? <laughs> the guy's dying. Right. And like, like, just amazing. Like, that, that is, uh, that one really bothered me for a while. Cause it was just like out of the blue and like, I don't know. I don't know. Like, still went to hospitals and like, still went to the, visit kids and like, still put on performances. And, yeah, and like, no one knew. None of the directors, yeah. none of the other actors. I think it goes to show too, like, sometimes if like, Celebrity's in a bad mood or something. Like, who knows what's going on? Like, yeah, you don't know. You know, following them like six blocks and then being <laughs> mean to you really, where it's like, okay, like that's why they are like don't want to sign your five items. Like, <laughs> well. they're going through some stuff. Um, or it could just be John Goodman, and you just have no idea why he wants to chop your head off. Or you could work with John Goodman and go to his house and say, hey, we used to work <laughs> together in nerds and get your head chopped off. You really oh. never know. You really never know. Yeah. Uh, yeah, Chadwick, that was... I don't know. It was wild to read that on Friday night. I remember, like, vividly, like, 10, 30, 11, I was like, that's not a real report. Man. It came from, like, E! Entertainment, and I was like, oh, that's... Yeah. Yeah. It's almost like when Kobe passed, and, like, all I did was refresh TMZ, and I didn't believe it till TMZ had it. Right. Very sad. Uh... Did you watch the NHL '94 uh, thing? No, not yet. Ugh. No, not yet. I want to. I do. I, useless. I, I am useless right now with that. Wait, you're done with deaths? Yeah. Oh, Road Warrior Animal. Oh, if you want to mention him. Oh, oh no, there's other people that I'll save when I do with oh. Rob. But I was gonna say because Road Warrior Animal. I don't Road know Warrior Animal. What was his actual name? Joe Laurinaitis. Yeah. Yeah. Dead. Dead. He literally just dropped dead. 60, I think he was. 61, maybe. Which uh, is like 90 for a wrestler. Then uh, <laughs> you have the Hogan's, like, still pumping, going strong. That's right, brother. Yeah, Road War Animal. Anyway, yeah, so, NHL 94. So there was this Canadian guy. Um, I don't know, he worked on, like, one of these, like, like nature show, like, reality shows. You know, like ice, ice jumpers or ice pickers. I don't, I don't. One of those dumb shows. Yeah. So he decided to do a documentary on the greatest sports game, EA Sports game NHL '94, um, which was released on the Sega Genesis and the Sega CD, and also the uh, Super Nintendo. I didn't realize Sega CD was in 94. Well, the game came out in, you know, late 93. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, 93. Oh, right, 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 right. 93 for 94. But still, I thought CD was later. I mean, I'm thinking of Sega Saturn. 
yeah, the Sega CD came out in 1992 and was was discontinued by like 94. I was going to say, yeah, that's why I was if, yeah. if even because they had gone to the they had come out with the 32X almost like the next year. They come out with the 32X wow. and then did away with that after less than a year. Wow. And then they came out with the Saturn a couple of years later and then that was discontinued after like two and a half years, three years. And then they came out with the Dreamcast, Dreamcast which lasted like, about two years. Did it? I feel like Dreamcast lasted the longest. Mm -mm. Poor Sega. Well, you know, they, they made a lot of mistakes. Anyway, so... He, he did this document. It's a good documentary. It, it was on. It was. I don't know if it's still free, but it was free on YouTube, and it's only like fifty minutes long. So basically, this guy is up in Canada. He's up in Yellowknife, which is like way up there, and he he goes. He travels and he meets with a number of the game uh, designers uh on the game and on some of the ea sports series back then like madden and stuff like hmm. that so he talks to like four or five of those that those are my favorite parts because you never like see those guys yeah, yeah, yeah too yeah, much yeah. i mean they'll do like written interviews but like who the hell is gonna go and find this one guy in seattle the other guy lived in maine you know this other guy is in vancouver or whatever why did he want to make the documentary just because he enjoyed the game it was like just a huge well it's canada so well yeah you know, it was hockey crazy and he loved the game and i don't know i guess he so he really liked the game and i think he he actually started i don't know if he started somebody started like a, a world like a world championship for nhl 94 oh all right, all right. so like part of part of the the Part of the documentary is, like, they get together and have, like, a championship in Toronto at some point a few years ago. And um, and he also talks with actual players That's from cool. that era. He talked with uh, the guy on the Calgary Flames, uh, Cliff Ronner. I mean, I barely remembered him. Then he talked with a couple of the 94 Ranger guys. Uh, um, whatchamacallit? They, were, uh, they had been traded there. Uh, one was the guy that came from Chicago. Larmer. Steve Larmer. Oh, okay, okay. And the other guy... God, I can't remember his name. The other guy, I think he was... I don't think he was a defenseman. I think he was a winger. But he, was, he wasn't a French guy. He was another Canadian. What okay. was his name? Anyway, so he was talking to those guys and joking around with them. And so he talks to just a lot of like people. And then so there's one part where he... He's trying, he's like backstage, he's trying to meet Yarmir Yager, who blows him off. It's like the Borat clip when he meets Harrison Ford. <laughs> blows him off. That does not surprise me. But no, the, the rest of the people are really funny and, and cool about it. And um, so yeah, he talks about the game and, you know, the people, the people like that went into it, like fans and stuff like that. It was really good. Um... So NHL 94 is considered like the gold standard yeah. of the old school like EA Sports games. Um, not about you, but I mean, obviously I was into them. I mean, when the first John Madden football came out, you're probably too young for this, came out on the Genesis, like 1990. So the Genesis had come out in 89 okay. in the United States. Nobody had the thing. Nobody had it. Everybody had NES, they had yeah, Nintendo, yeah. and uh, 
the Genesis came out. Now, Sonic the Hedgehog, which exploded the Genesis, Sega Genesis sales, Sonic the Hedgehog came out in 92? the summer of 91. 91. So, however, I posit that Sega really took over because the Super Nintendo did not come out until Christmas of 91. Sega really took over in 1990 with John Madden football. Because I gotta be honest, one of my old, the older kids in the neighborhood. Well, where else would, that, well, where else would that be released too, right? Because it wasn't NES. Uh, was they made they, they made a version a couple of years earlier on PC. It was putrid. Oh my god. <laughs> putrid. PC. DOS. It was oh my terrible. god. Um. So anyway, it came out on, on Electronic Arts. No one had ever heard. Like as kids, nobody had ever heard of Electronic Arts. They were known for making computer games. So if like you had Commodore 64, you had an Amiga, you had whatever. You knew, but those were for like older kids, like teenagers that had computers. So they came out, came out in 1990, John Madden football on the Sega Genesis, you know, 11 on 11, just, you know, isometric view, just absolutely amazing. And a kid, there was a, my next door neighbor was a couple years older than me, so he, he got everything before I did. And he got this game. And I just remember, like, there were some other games that he had, too, like we were impressed with, like, the, the, uh, the hit Strider, which was an arcade port that looked very good. Um, but really, we saw Madden Football, which was then just two-player. And we were, like, blown away yeah, by this thing. Yeah. We're like, we have to have this game. This is incredible. So that was in 1990. 92... Uh, there was Madden. Then the next one was two years later. They came up with Madden '92, which was very good. Uh, it was still two-player, but I always enjoyed it because that was the one that had the thing, the thing where if you if you like tackled somebody really hard, the ambulance would come out on the field oh, I and remember, drive I, yeah. over everybody. Yes, I didn't know that was '92. I think it was '92. Yeah, hundred hundred percent remember that. Well, like my cousin had everything. He's like four years older than me, five years older than me, so he had everything. I I only had an NES growing up because I would just go there, and he had everything. And then, I think it was '92. It would have been around '91. They came out with NHL hockey, using the same engine basically as as Madden. Madden. And that was a great game, fantastic game. And then they made NHL NHL PA '93 which was terrific. Now, that's the game that I had. I had the original as well. I had the original John Madden. I had the original NHL. And then eventually I got 93. I don't remember which Madden I had. I had 92 or 93. Maybe I had both. I don't remember. But, but NHL 93 was great because there was all the, there was fighting. And if you, if you bash somebody really good, like they'd be down on the ice, blood comes out on the ice. It's crazy. 93, I don't think I ever played. 94, though, I like all I played at my, at my cousin's. Well, 93 was also the one when they started putting in, like, the organ music. Uh, like, like, Hava Nagila would yeah, play. Yeah, yeah. And dun, 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 dun. You know, it's really fantastic. And then it came out with 94. And so 94 for, like, NHL and Madden is considered a gold standard because it was, like... 
like they they had everything right. They had like in NHL they had the one timers. Yeah. They had yeah. they had every aspect of hockey in there. I think you could. Tra- I don't know if you could trade people at that point or not. I, that I forget. Maybe that was the next year. But they had all the players. They had all the teams. Um, they had like championship teams, and th- that was the big thing. I remember when Madden Madden '93. There was a championship edition that had like great teams, but then '94 had like a million of them. And uh, yeah, so that those were really it was you know it was like a gold standard. And um, so NHL '94 was on the Sega CD as well. Now I didn't. Nobody had Sega CD. <laughs> Fell's paying two hundred something dollars for this stupid Sega CD, um, but like at the digital press, uh, my buddy Joe there at his store in Clifton, for years he has uh, you know can't do it now, but for years he would do a tournament like every year NHL '94. Uh, really? Yeah, it was always a lot of fun because it's a you know, really good game. But and then '94 was also the first year that Electronic Arts put in this like four-player thing. That you would stick in the Genesis and then you could play with four players. Yeah, I remember that. So that was like when I, because, you know, I was 15 and um, I would just, you know, would go to my friend's house and we would all be there playing with four players. You know, because it was, because a lot of four player games, even as you got into like N- N64, the multiplayer was split screen. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah so yeah. like it's, everyone has their own screen and you're looking, you know, and what did people have yeah. then? A, you know, Kids have a twenty-inch, right? Like Golden Eye. Like yeah. You're playing on a twenty-inch TV. You're yeah. like, is, I think that's me there. I can't tell. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But Madden and NHL were great because there was no split screening. It was just the one screen. And I think in the subsequent versions, they used to have like a box at the corner. So like, if your player ran away from the main action. Yeah. You would see him, sort of. Uh, but in 94, they didn't have that. So, like, you would run off the screen and be like, like, I'd be at like, the receiver going for the pass, and I'm like, I have no idea where I, I am. am. Right. Just throw me the <laughs> ball. I'm somewhere. I never played four-player on Genesis. Yeah, we, we would do that all the time. Uh, that, was, that was pretty fun. Uh, Super Nintendo also had the capability, but, like, nobody... Like, I had a Super Nintendo. Rob had one. Most of the... Super Nintendo people that I knew were like nerdy, so they they really wouldn't have been into sports. Genesis was more of the sports, sports. console, and then the PlayStation. But NHL '94. Did you see the uh, HBO Max documentary on NES versus Sega? Oh, the console wars. Yeah. Uh, no, no, that's no, is no. It? Console wars is on CBS. I haven't oh, seen CBS. it. Yet. I thought one was on. There's another one then. You're th- no. Well, Netflix did the high score documentary. Yeah, yeah, I saw that one. That was eh. Eh. like I had it on the background. It was eh. uh, the only good thing about high score was that similar to this NHL '94 doc, um, they talked to a lot of Japanese. Yeah, which is game programmers yeah. that you would and music composers that you would never hear from. Yeah, those are the best parts of it. I don't know the HBO Max. But which one was Maybe that? Maybe it's not me. I'm thinking of Console Wars on CBS. Well, I don't have CBS. Me neither. I thing. like. How many? What am I gonna get? This is. That's a whole other thing. Peacock. I'm gonna get by by Peacock. Like, no. I mean, did you see the NES documentary on Amazon? Where so I started watching it. It's a. Uh, 
they set a budget and they want to go buy every NES game mm. in the next 30 days. Is that? But that's not the Game Chasers, is it? Uh, I don't remember. I had it on for like five minutes. Is, it a, is there an idiot wearing a Cubs hat? Uh, I don't remember. It's no, like, probably yeah. not. I think I do know what you're talking about. I haven't seen it. Comes it comes up uh, for my recommendations and I... Because, like, what's it, like, you can just set, like, I don't know, like, you can set your own arbitrary budget. Like, some games are just expensive, so what, what kind of budget, what are you going by, like, a Kelly Blue Book and be like, all these games are worth X and that's what I'm spending? Well, if you're just getting them loose, where it's just the, the I think the it's cartridge. Loose. Yeah, I think it's loose. I mean, some of those games are still a lot of money. That's what I mean, right? What was that Wacky Racer one is, right? When Dana put up? <laughs> what? Well, that was a few hundred dollars, but... Right, but what's your budget for every NES I mean, there's some game? games, there's a few games that are, like, in the thousands. Which would be... Which ones are those? Well, there's a Flintstones game that's that's up uh, and up there in the thousands. There's a game called Stadium Events. Is that anything from, like, the late 90s? Not late 90s, but, like, towards the end of the NES? Because that Flintstone game had to be in 94 or something, right? Well... At the end of the life cycle of the system, which was like 94, there's a bunch of those games that are, are worth a lot of money because they they didn't make a lot of them. Yeah. A lot of them only went to, like, blockbuster video stores. Yeah, because I was going to say, I remember, because I only had an NES, so I was always looking for new games. Like, King of the Ring for wrestling I never got. I couldn't find it, and that was late. And for a while, that was high. And then, uh, like, DuckTales 2, which I didn't even know they had <laughs> yeah. for uh, forever. Um so. Yeah, DuckTales 2 is a little bit a little bit rarer. Yeah. Uh, but I don't think it's that. It's definitely not thousands. No, no, no not for a loose no, cartridge. No, 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 but no. there's a few, like... So, like, Stadium Events, that one came out in the... Back in the... Like, around 89 or I was going to say, yeah. That's with the pad and everything, though, right? Cause well, use... the whole thing with that one was... There was a recall. So, in oh. the U.S., they, uh, they produced the game, and then they recalled it. And... Why? Forget the re- I forget the reason. It uh. was a dumb reason. <laughs> so they sold like X amount of copies, recalled it, and they put the game back out as something else. I think it's called like uh, NES Olympic. Is that it? No, like that? I don't know. It's like it's not track and field, but it's like world world class track meet or something oh, right, like that. Right, right, right. Yeah. So they changed the game. They changed the title. It's the same game. They just changed the title. Uh. And that's what they then sold from that point on. Got so. It. If you have that game, because it's like the Honus Wagner baseball card. Yeah, you know, yeah, they, yeah, yeah, They stopped making them. They recalled it or whatever. So it's it's rarer, right. if you will. But, you know, Nintendo collecting is, is bizarre at this point because it's no longer just getting the game. It's what version of the packaging. So, like... Super, Nintendo, Super Mario Brothers was came out in 1985. So the games that Nintendo sold in early 1985 in the test market, one of which was like New York City, they have a certain design to their box and okay. to the cartridge that Nintendo changed when they Mass went to it, went to like, the wide release. Yeah. And then so Nintendo did this all the time so that like they would change the box design like every year. Huh. But like who cares? It's the same game. You know, or to make it cheaper, they had five screws in the cartridge. They went down to three scru- screws in the cartridge. Uh, I'm serious. I mean, so little things like that would change. So you could look up like Legend of Zelda, which came came out here in '86, yeah. and 
you can look Legend of Zelda for like three or four years. There's like eight different versions, potential iterations. They're not really different. It's the right. same game. But it's like action figure collecting, right? Like a different pants variant or a, a color variant. I guess, right? Like, but it's just a, it's a reason to keep collecting. Right? It's just it, to me, it's 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 asinine. And it's just for the people who have, they've already collected it all. Exactly. Right. Now they need some other dumb you reason know, to get more of the same. Right. Just to uh, keep the. Yeah. Once you have all the NES games, you got to go into the next thing. Maybe it's like all the box or whatever. Yeah, that's. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's I mean, a that, lot. Uh, it's, yeah, it's. That's a lot. It's insane. Because there's 700 and something, you know. It's 740, right? Or something like that? 739. Yeah, it depends. Right. There's 700 something, you know, released games. You know, that's why huh. it's. Uh, no, it's it's insane. I mean, like, I'll, and and it's really gotten out of control now. Like uh, Super Mario Brothers alone, you know, just Super Mario Brothers in the black box sells for like tons of money now, and people are selling like sealed copies for one just sold for. I'm sure Rob will bring it up when we record. One just sold for like twenty something thousand dollars. It's it's nutty. It's stupid. I mean, I guess the game was a bit rare because, you know, from 1987 onwards, every single console that they sold had Super Mario Brothers in it. Right, right. You know, it was just the first year or so where they had the uh, the set that was just the uh, the console and the controller. Maybe duck, not even duck. No, there was guess, not. Right? There were no yeah. games. You could buy a console with no games. Ugh. <laughs> well, you buy them separately. I know. I'm just saying that's. Well, I did that with Super. When the Super Nintendo came out, didn't come uh, with Super Mario World. Well, it did, but I, I bought the one that was just the the console with two controllers, oh. and I I think I got because it just at the time like my mom was like you know you only we're only going to spend so much on this right because right. I had already had the Genesis, so I was like and it was this. I've told the story. The Super Nintendo was for me and my sister. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I remember the story. So she yeah. was like, well, I'll get you each a game. And I don't know what game she got, like some family feud or something. And um, I wanted Mario Kart. I wanted Super Mario Kart. That was my favorite game on that system when it came out. Oh, yeah. So the console I just got is as just hmm. the console. I didn't even know they made like that. Oh, yeah. I mean, yeah. Genesis was like that. Plenty of systems were like yeah. that. Isn't that how it is now? I, I think a lot of these systems now come without games. Well, now it's all like download anyway, right? Most well, so it's a whole to an extent, not fully. Well, I thought I thought PlayStation had an option where you don't have to have a disc now to five. Well, right? it is, but the problem is, you know, there's there the reality is not only in this country, but around the world, you know, there's a lot of people that don't have high speed internet. Right, right, right. right. So. You can't expect them to down like if they want to play Halo, you can't right, expect right, them to download right. a ten gigabyte <laughs> game. I mean, I have files. I can do that in probably an hour. Right, right. Most some of these people they can't do that. So that's why they're always gonna I think for a while they're gonna have physical medium. They media. They can't Well right, I think that, that's why they have two PlayStation fives. Well there well, I mean there's one one with a disc option, one without a oh, disc right. option, I think. So, you might be right. So I think eventually, like, that's the goal is to not... How, ch how cheap would it be for them to produce no mass quantity? I and mean... Download directly from the PlayStation Store. Of course. And, right? Like, it just makes sense. You would think. 
They'll have a test market now, and by the seven, <laughs> seven, right? The six will probably have bugs in it, and then by the seven, but they're not even on. They're not. They haven't even got the five yet. I know. Talk about why. six. I know. That's why you gotta jump ahead a little. They're. Um, nah, I mean they're. Uh, it, it's just stupid. I mean, it's happened. To, I mean, I remember the Nintendo Wii. Towards the end, there they actually started selling a version that was just the Wii. It was yeah. just the disc drive. So like it took out um, it took out the GameCube uh, piece of yeah, it yeah, and, yeah, and yeah, stuff yeah. like that. I mean they've done that in the past. You know, over the years, you know they they make things smaller, cost less. Any any subjects you wish to cover? Yeah. So do you like? Do you miss? <laughs> yeah. yeah. Do you miss <laughs> meeting celebrities? You know, people they, they you know, people ask me this. I, I I don't miss the process. Right. Right. You know, the process had gotten really tedious and tiresome. Yeah. There are certain things I miss. Like I miss hanging out with like you or somebody like other friends. Yeah. We would just go to like a Broadway play, a couple right. of we do or, a couple of Broadway like a plays, thing, something light. Yeah, I miss the light stuff. And we would just hit like two or three things. Right. And and it'd get, be like a few hours and we get just the like people yeah. and then we're just done and we go yeah. home. Yeah. You know, versus some of these other spots that were like, you know, it was like bedlam. <laughs> bedlam. Forget, forget spots. I will never ever uh. have another experience than going to Ohio. <laughs> <laughs> for Arnold, Never. Arnold Schwarzenegger. I, something I think turned in me from that day forward, where it was like doom and gloom and dread uh, every time, even like to go out in the city. Uh, I miss, like, yeah, I miss the whole, let's say, experience of it, of like you said, like going to three or four, like when we got like the nerds principle, right? Like an easy night where there's nobody, you go to four spots, right? Or like the outside of a comedy show or a Broadway hit everything and you're like you're home by 12 but like you got a few pieces done i yeah i but, don't i miss the conventions from the aspect of you know the smaller conventions when you would go you get a few people you could talk to them for a few minutes Yeah, like i don't really quote unquote like miss chiller like i would have no. loved scott bayo well i never liked chiller you know I what i mean like right the at, but like, like you said like we said before People are taking pictures outside the Hilton that are just like <laughs> want to watch like a film festival there for three days and like yeah. hang out in the hotel. We're like, I just want to meet Scott Bayo, say two lines, and get out of there. Well, yeah, you're not I, as talkative as me with yeah, some of these conventions. Yeah, it, I, it, it, it like the it also depends, right? Like, so when we went to Rhode Island, like I talked to all the nerds and like had better conversation because there was no lines and I didn't feel rushed and I felt like we were at, it was the end of the day and everyone was there not leaving. Where, yeah. like, Chiller is, like, you go in a room and someone disappears for four hours. <laughs> or, like, not show up that day. Right? So Chiller can be a little bit tight because there's so many people packed in there. Not only is everyone packed in there, they always put the biggest names in those stupid small yeah, well, hallway rooms. Like, Tony Danza was in there, so the line is... Right, whatever, but... I mean, the old hotel, when oh. Rob, would, Rob would go all the time with me, and you, that one living room section where oh. it was just people just shout... You couldn't hear. Oh. You couldn't hear anything. That was the one with like the sunken living room, right? Yes. Yeah, 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 yeah. You know, and just people just but shouting. Yes, all the big names, right? It was like, that was where like Tatum O'Neill was there, and like, oh, well, she wasn't there. Yeah, Bedlam. Though. Part of the problem. Bedlam. Uh, but I mean, I miss. You know, I do miss that piece of it. Um, what I don't miss are the the 
variety of maniacs like on the street in New York. But that's going to happen. So, in my head, no matter what in the hobby, that's going to happen. Well, it'll eventually come back. Right. So, I'm going to, if I want to continue a hobby, I have to continue putting up with. Well, I put, you don't, you don't, you can't put up with them as much as I do. No. I, I put up with them. No. I'm just saying, even those people, I've just, I got sick of them because well, yeah. not only are they lunatics, but, and, and it, a lot of times it was physical, you know, it was really ridiculous, but it was just like, just people, people that were very stupid and didn't know how to behave and it was always a problem and you know, there was always some of them that would ruin it. You know, you have these 500-pounders, idiots that would come out of their cars, trample the celebrity. So that that I all couldn't stand. I mean, I don't know. I just hate I hated waiting around, standing there for two hours. You don't know if the person's in or out. Right, 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 right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That whole process. Oh, I missed them. I got screwed. I and get them here now. I got to chase them. Right, right, right. The next spot. That whole thing, I, I have no uh, uh, qualms about not doing it. And to be honest, it's been what? It's been since March, so it's been, what is this, October? It's been seven months. Yeah. Well, yeah, the last time I was out was the Evolve show for like Keith Lee. That was the first weekend of March, or last weekend of February. Somewhere. The first weekend of March, I think. The, the, I'm not even looking for the oh, A-list we did, What's his name? Mac, uh, Cricket. Wasn't that this year? We went to AOL? Yeah, that mess. And what's his name blew me off at the end? Uh, he did the big sick. Oh, uh, oh my God. Camille. Yes. And the Camille yeah. Whatever yeah, yeah, yeah. I went back that night. Yeah, Cricket. Yeah. Cricket was the only thing I can remember of this year. <laughs> Cricket. Cricket. Which and was Mac. great. Yeah, Mac. Was, that was great. And I think we... No, no. Mine was for not. Um... So, yeah, I, you know, I, I miss some of that, like that aspect of it. But, um, you know, I mean, some of it was fun. I mean, some of it was kind of crazy. Like, the Nicolas Cage was a bit nutty. Um, but, you know, I just, I miss, I miss the easy ones, you know, back the low-key stuff. I don't know. I don't know when it's, it's going to, quote, come back. Well, even if it does, right, it's like... I think that you will, you know, you'll have to get to a point where there's proven vaccines. They've been distributed. You know, whether or not people are going to take them is another story. I think stuff is not going to, I think. You have to assume that the celebrities will have taken the vaccine. In theory, totally. I would think. I would think, but, I mean... Scott Bayo's going to take the vaccine. You know, like, I don't know. I just use him as an example because it's a guy, like, I would want to meet and he would do it chill. Like, so I think the professional cons where it's, like, New York and, like, maybe Wizard World, like, I could see people taking masked photos for the foreseeable future inside. You can't charge for that, though. Oh, you don't... That's... Nah, you, that's... We can't. It's not, it's not right. It's not, but... Or... And I can also see at least being six feet apart from a celebrity. Yeah, but in some of those places, what's the difference? Well, and if, I'm saying, but New York, New York Comic Con, when you go and pay for the photo, right, with the uh, backdrop, I could just see that. So, uh, and I think a lot of these people are like itching to do stuff, and they'll have no problem with that. So, if you pay for it, 
Well, I do think, like as we've said privately, I do think the wrestling conventions and the horror conventions, they'll be the first ones that pop back up. Yeah. Some of them are, have continued to happen. Yeah. Um, they'll be the first ones, and then there'll be some like those smaller comic conventions and things like that. Well, wrestling, don't forget too, like they can do an indie show and have... 20 yeah. people signed beforehand. I mean, there's less so, overhead. Yeah, yeah. And, like, and, you know, I think that'll happen first. But, uh, yeah. I, you know, I think that stuff will happen first. I don't know. I, I think, um, I don't know when the full back to normal will be. It'll be next year. If I, ever? I would, well, I don't know. I, I think, um, I think um, my point is if ever is like, again, like, if ever, meaning like again, like I just said about the Ace Comic Cons, right? Like those people, like how many more big name guests would actually want to do something now? Like, or what their fee is going to be to be brought in is probably going to be more, you know? Like, there's just so many tangibles. Where, like you said, I think the chiller, like April, will probably go on as will try to go on as normal, no matter what. Well, they may not get permission to do it, right? But if they're allowed, let's say half capacity, then who's really counting, right? Or who's <laughs> like, you know? Or maybe for them. Like, they've done it before. You have to, like, line up outside for people and bring people in uh, a few at a time. Like, crazy stuff. But, like, Chiller Monster Mania, those people will go on in some capacity. Where, like, New York Comic Con, maybe they don't do anything. I mean, look, WWE is doing all virtual signings and are selling out each time with five names. Why would you ever want to bring them into, like, a ringside fest, no matter how much money they're making? And, like, Caroline's, how could you ever have that? I just think that once some people start doing it and and it's becomes somewhat you know it's like anything else becomes somewhat accepted then the rest of them will i think it'll fall be in i line. think it'll be accepted in the tri-state area the less you know i don't maybe know like california look i don't know if you're going to get arnold schwarzenegger or michael keaton to show up at like a texas convention right Right, or Rick Anytime Moranis, soon. Right? Like, well, man, I mean, that's he's a different story. But he can't. But he did go. You know what I mean? But he did go to one. But he got paid, I think, enough where he's just like, I'm not doing this again. Oh yeah, but I'm saying, even if it takes one time, those people now who do one time probably are like. Ah. But I think about things like book sign. I mean, there's been so many big names who have written books that you don't even know about because it's not even a promotion for it, right? Like, I mean, they've done like, like, like. You can buy like the signed book from like Barnes and Noble or yeah, from yeah, their yeah. website. Yeah. Also, CD signings. I just think of all these opportunities you could have had to to meet these people that didn't happen. Yeah, you know. And there's no point in delaying a CD or delaying a book like you would delay a movie. No, there's no point. No. Just put it out there. Right. right. But I'm just thinking of all those people that have that have been. Uh, all those opportunities that are gone. That, that's what I really hope comes back is the smaller stuff. You know, I, I, it's funny. Uh, my friend, uh, she texted me uh, yesterday that it was a two-year anniversary of the um, the cast of The Sandlot. Ah, they did that signing in, in, PA, in right? uh, yeah, over yeah. in uh, uh, Not Easton, uh, Langhorne, Pennsylvania yeah, yeah, over yeah. there. And we went to that. And I was just thinking, like, you know, she's like, oh, you know, if that had happened, if that had been scheduled for now and didn't happen, I would have been so pissed. And I'm like, yeah, well, whatever. But those are the things that, you know, I somewhat lament that, you know, they don't happen. Especially when it was a guarantee. Like, the book signings were, like, pre-signed and you're getting a photo. Right. Simple. 
no, like you said, not too much hassle, like just more of like waiting. Instead of like buying a book, I don't know if they're going to sign, I don't know how long they're going to talk for, and like people are like putting a hundred things on the table, we're like... Well, especially when you live in this area and there's so much going on in that aspect, you know, but like, I'll be honest, there were concerts that I wanted to go to. Yeah, that's, that, yeah. Even the rescheduling to 2021 does nothing for me, like... They're not gonna happen! Yeah, like... Well, I had tickets for Seinfeld the week... Ha! The, the day of the big, uh... Yeah, the day of the big event. I had a I had Seinfeld. That didn't happen? That did not happen. Yeah. I no, was... sorry, big event... So, yeah, big event was the weekend before. And I actually went to go see Mystery Science Theater that night yeah. in Jersey, which happened. And, like, they were all joking about it, <laughs> which was all right. And then the next week, I had Seinfeld tickets. And in my head, when I bought the tickets in November, I was like, oh, March, you know, weather will be a little better, won't be snowed out. And he played every show except for that Saturday one. And I still didn't get a refund for the tickets. Really? Yeah. Who was it through? Uh, Ticketmaster. Because there were concerts that I got. They, yeah. well, I didn't even like. I didn't even want the money back. I wanted money, but I'm just saying. Like I would have gone. I was going to go to the rescheduled concert. Oh yeah. Well, he it, never rescheduled. Never. He postponed it, and now that's supposedly all for tie up. Because uh, he is going to play Beacon. Because some of the ones that I, some of the ones that I was going to go to, like the tours are totally off. I mean, right, there's no right, right, right. So he postponed. He didn't cancel. So yeah. technically, they don't have to refund the money because it's a postponement. Well. Yeah, I mean, it was like I, I was going to go to Elton John. Yeah. That's pushed Well, yeah, because he's, he's back, right? I think he put for 2021. I don't know. Uh, that's go. not going to happen. It's not going to happen. I saw MSG pop up with some stuff, and I'm like, How, like why are you rescheduling for next year? It's so... I mean, ACDC's coming out with this new album with Brian Johnson. Yeah, but I don't think they're planning anything, right? I don't... They might tour. I mean, they're not going to do it right now. Right, but like 2022. Right. Well, I mean, they'll. They, I mean, but they actually like if he can do it with his hearing, they'll do it. But but they would also. I think they would also like play Ozzie. stadium tours. And I think yeah. if you're outside, like again, it would even be worse because they could only fill, let's say, twenty five percent of the stadium. But you could probably. Well, have. It depends on where it is. Right. Like if it's Florida, you just you put everybody. Yeah. <laughs> right. Which for them is great, but for us, I mean, I would never. No, nah, oh. they would never tour if you couldn't pack the place. There'd Second be question. No monetary reason. <laughs> Second question. Would you, uh, would you do a trip like Arnold now, if it was a guarantee meet? Uh, Plane, rent a car, swerve against the trees in the road, <laughs> random motel. I mean, hotel, Motel Six, like bed bug infested. Uh, was it that bad? I don't remember. That. I mean, we were there for three hours. So who knows? That's true. And Die Hard was on, too. About the plane blowing up. Your, plan, your pants split open. The next morning. Uh, and I told everyone I was a doctor because, you know, it was supposed to be chiropractors. So I felt good about that. Well, and I came home to a power outage. Which, oh, yeah, it was, no power. <laughs> yeah. So. I don't know. I mean. What would it take you to fly again? How about that? Oh. Because you did a lot more flying and traveling for names than, like. I mean, I'm would. still. Listen, I'm still hopeful that. It clears up enough where I could fly to like an IndyCar race because there's none of them around here anymore. They right. I mean, that's kind of what I would hope for. Um, well, I don't could, like. Well, you could fly technically like now. You know what I mean? Like, I mean, I have relatives. That, I mean, I have relatives. That, my cousin lives lives in Florida. Yeah, yeah. They go to the. My aunt and uncle go down to Sear. 
I mean, I won't. Right, but, right, 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 right. I mean, it, it would, I don't know. It would have to be, uh, uh, like, important ones. You know, like if it was Stallone, somebody like that. But even like conven- even like traveling for conventions, I don't know how up for it I would be. Because um, the unknown of like photo wise, or just the uh, I don't know. It just to me. So here's my thing. I don't. Well, first of all, it's not something I really think about because I don't see it happening. Right. <laughs> right. But I do think I do agree with you. It's monkey see, monkey do. Where like if the first one happens, like. If you can get it, you know, if people would just be care, you know, be cautious about it all over the country, you would get it to a point where it wouldn't be spreading because you wouldn't be having large gatherings right, or right, even it seems right. like even some small gatherings, right. travel, that kind of thing. You wouldn't be having that like school, like colleges where everybody comes together. Right. You wouldn't right. be having that. And so if you just hit pause on a lot of that stuff you would you would reduce the the transmission rate right. of it right and you would eventually get it to a point where as the vaccines became more the, as the vaccine is more widely distributed you get it to a point where you are you're getting that percentage of people who are basically immune if you will higher and higher and right, higher right 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 and it just means that, so what you basically would have a situation where if you have, let's say you have a gathering and there's 10 people in the room and one of those people have, they're, they're positive for coronavirus, but they don't have symptoms, but they can spread it. You want to get it to a point where, you know, a couple of people in the room have had it already, you know, four or five people have had the vaccine, blah, blah, blah. And so you get it to the point where there's only a few people you know, maybe 30% or less, maybe even maybe 40% of them have not been, quote, protected. Right, right. But right, the reality right. is it's not going to spread to all of those people right. in the same way. It'll spread, but it may not spread to all of those people. Right. So right now, if, you, if you're the positive person, you go into a room with 10 people... You're likely to infect three people. That's the, the transmission rate. And then those three people infect three people. That, right, so right, like right. one person after, right. I think it's like after like six weeks or something like that, one person with this virus after like six weeks can potentially infect 59,000 people. Wild. 50. So with the flu, one person after like X amount of weeks, I think you can infect like... Like, like, not even a hundred people, fifty nine thousand. That's why when they, you know, when the media, and you know, they'll say, oh, the left wing media, the, uh, they'll say, oh, Trump has a super spreader event. Well, he literally does. And other places where they have these giant, you know, like you said, it's any guy. Not, I don't want to say any gathering, but any like thirty people inside is not good. Well, if they have, if they're traveling, right, and things like that, it's stupid. Right. But I'm just saying, once you get it to the point where you've inoculated enough people, you eventually get it to where um, the odds of transmitting, even in that group of people, is, less than 10 per- is, is a lot lower. And when, as you do that more and more and more, the virus becomes less and less able to 
to transmit. Yeah, 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 yeah. And so then eventually, I guess Trump is right. It does go away <laughs> in the wind. I mean, in theory. <laughs> eventually, yeah. it does go away with the wind. But I mean, like, you know, we've, st we've been dealing with with uh, uh, descendants, if you will, of the Spanish flu from 100 years ago. We're still mm. dealing with that. Um, some of which can be very virulent and very potent, but, you know, this virus is not the flu. Right. You know, well, it's... Yeah. that's the, Really, the big thing at this point is you just... You, wanna, you don't want it to transmit it so that you don't have people dying. You still yes. have people dying. Yes, that, that would be... Even, you know, not everybody gets the, you know, Trump... Got got the virus and got like every treatment well, in the book, yeah. and some of which wasn't in the book. Right, right, right. <laughs> they just gave him everything. Right, but they're not going to do that with everyone. It's also, I guess, in like it worked in theory. You but don't know. You don't know, right? It's not to say like because you took this, this is a cure. Like it's just well because everything that he took pretty much is is largely in the experimental phase right there's no way to know what right. benefited him but it could have did nothing and he still was fine like right. he still could have recovered because of nothing i mean you can get it my mother had it took nothing and recovered and didn't go to the hospital never got in her chest right so that's it i mean you just don't know you took z-pack but that's not to say hey if you take z-pack <laughs> this will clear it all up it just, well it was wasn't his his thing was the z-pack plus the hydroxy the, the malaria. I, I actually don't think Z-Pack was in the in the talk. I think it was just chlorine. No, well, it was both. Oh, okay. Well, not in hit with him. I mean, he was... Yeah, yeah, yeah. Trump yeah, was yeah. talking about injecting, you know, UV yeah. radiation. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. How, how do you how do you inject a, a beam of light, a form of light radiation... Oh, that's easy. ...liquid? Yeah, but that's easy. You, you, uh, you trap it in a jar. Like an insulin. Then you put the needle in. Mix it in water. Mix it in water. You just hold the water in front yeah, of the yeah, sun yeah, for a yeah, while. Yeah. It gets all the UV right, and then right. drink it. Exactly. <laughs> I think outside the box with this thing. <laughs> oh, my God. So I'm I, just more annoyed of, you know, you know, no, there's no concert. You can't even go. Like, I, I wanted to go to, go to a baseball game this year. You know, just stuff like that. That's the stuff that I miss more than the street meets or conventions even, you know, even a baseball game right let's say they open fans for yankee stadium you know how different and weird it would be like i don't know why they can't have people at i mean who wants to go the giants and jets well, they are horrendous That's they could philadelphia has people in the stands yeah. now but again you could like they want to open buffalo i don't know why they can't open the metal uh, metlife stadium well they could again like to me they could like you're holding 70,000 people. If you're going to enter... Well, not 70,000. No, but I'm saying the stadium holds... No, my point was the stadium holds, what, 70,000? 80. 80? Okay, so 80,000. Forget the suites and stuff, right? So that's what I was going to say, because you can't do inside anyway. But if you can hold 80,000, you can put 8,000 people in at 10%. That's 10%. You can, you can easily put 40,000, probably. Right? But let's go low. Let's say 20... Let's say 10%. That's an easy number to do. Well, what's the 25% would be... Probably, you know, 17,000 or something, right. 18,000. Well, 20% of 80 is, is 20,000. Oh, 25%. Right? 25%, yeah. Yeah, so, so it'd be like 20,000. You can easily fit it. Well, Dallas is doing 20,000. It's 100,000 stadium. Yeah. Speaking of which, oh. I mean, you saw the documentary. Oh, the Craig Carton 
WFAN HBO Max Compulsive Gambler 75 minute documentary oh, Bad Fluff. That was bad Well Listen For starters There was no need to have a documentary Cause what they said In the oh, documentary But yeah but what they said was true Like there yeah. was no like There was no story to it Right He was a radio personality He wanted to hit it big He got into gambling debt and then there was a ticket scam, and he got caught, and and he now got released. Like there was no like. I think the biggest problem was two things. One, so if you're watching, first of all, ninety nine percent of the people. Well, first of all, they aired it on HBO. They aired it up against like everything, uh, the vice presidential debate. The baseball playoffs, NBA finals, maybe or NBA least, finals. Or I think series, there was. Right? I think there was NFL that night. Yeah. Everything, right, right, right. Everything was happening. <laughs> and so the HBO was like, "Yeah, we'll show this piece of garbage." <laughs> no one knows who this guy is. If you're not in the tri-state area, you have no idea. Eric Key. If you are not in the tri-state area. You have no idea who he is. Period. Nobody's ever heard of this guy. I don't care how far the reaches of WFAN and who listens in Florida. No. You're not in the tri-state area. You have no idea who he is. No one has heard of this guy. And so they they it was a very short documentary and they spent a long time trying to establish who he was and what his show was. He was on had the morning show with Boomer Esiason. And that was but that was even thirty minutes into the doc. Like who cared what he did early? I know, but I'm just saying, like, they tried, okay, I mean, to, they yeah. they tried to, to, to portray him as this crazy shock jock, and he wasn't. Like, he... Yeah, you know, I didn't even get that, though. Maybe because I know him? Like, like he, his he shtick was to make fun of Mike Francesa. So here's a guy in a niche on a, on a talk... Sh doing a talk show in New York... He also that, wasn't the lead in anything. He was always the sidekick. I know, but I'm just saying, like, he, he's doing a talk show in New York City in the morning that's not simulcast the way that Imus was. Right. Right. And he's talking about Mike Francesa, who if you're Who's not... Who's also a niche. Who if you're right. not in the, the, the New York, uh, Philly, maybe Boston area, you've never heard of Mike Francesa. Right. So it's a niche of a niche. I mean, we I sent something one time to, to our friend Dave, Asian Dave in Pittsburgh, never heard of Mike Francesa. Yeah, 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 yeah. So like, you know, he's like, he's, he's in a niche of a niche. Nobody's ever heard of this guy. Yeah, I mean, the gambling thing happened, whatever. But he didn't even get it. Like, he explained it and all, but, like... Well, he wasn't remorseful. He just said they, I, five weeks later, would have got their money. Yes, but you would have borrowed from somewhere else or tried to win it back in gambling, which is, a, like, like you can't take funds. First of all, the ticket, like, who is investing in, like, a ticket, like... Who, first of all, like, who is kind of, investing in a right? moron talk show host gambling? Right. Right. Well, seriously, who's coming up with 40 grand... For some idiot that hosts a, a sports Two show million. to go to whatever to go to Atlantic City and gamble, you really think that this guy's gonna win you back money? That's crazy. Well, because he did on the air that one time. Oh, that's just that's those are people who have. My guess is the money was probably being laundered. Probably why they didn't care. But um, I mean, I also don't think he would have like. Where they get four calls about it, five calls. 
Yeah, but if you're one, if you want to launder two million dollars, no, 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 that's a whole different thing. I'm talking about the people on the air who were like, "Craig, can you take fifty thousand from me oh, and double it?" God. How many calls besides that Monday? How many calls did they actually get? Because he was like, "Oh man, I had to turn down so many people." I'm, I highly doubt. Like you said, niche of a niche who's even listening to that show or knows is like, how many people come up to me? Like, Craig, can you turn this five thousand into ten? Yeah. The, the other thing we were laughing about was, so they had the people that like worked with him talking. Obviously, they had Boomer Esiason. But then they had the guys that produced the show who are like, <laughs> these guys are like, these guys are like Nimrods. Those like, are his best friends. I know, but but I'm just saying, like, these are not the guys you want to have on a documentary speaking. I mean, they're like goons. They have no charisma. They're like, the who's the, the one nitwit guy? Uh, there's, there's Jerry, Al, and Eddie. Well, Jerry Recco could at least talk because he speaks on the air. He does the updates. Al, it's got to be Al then. No, Al not Al Dukes, the other guy. Eddie Scazzeri? Eddie Scazzeri, who is the, <laughs> like the producer on the show. So this is a guy that's in the background on, on a radio show, doesn't talk. There's a reason he's in the background on the radio show producing and doesn't talk. He can't do it. So they have this guy and he's like, yeah, you know, I thought Craig was getting into some trouble by gamble. And I'm like, what? Just invent some guy that's going to... Well, they had that boss, too. Uh, what's his name? Uh, Chernoff? Uh, yeah, no, was it? Yeah, well, they, had some, they had someone else. Anyway. But they also didn't... Like, I would have loved to hear, like, Geo at least, and be like, how do you feel? Like, they're, like, are, they're dying to bring him back, and, like, you're on the morning show now. Or, like... They didn't I, even have his wife! Oh, he said, my wife and kids are not involved. The first thing he said in the documentary. <laughs> I am Craig Carton. Uh, How do you do that? Also, he had a fake prison uh, uh, journal. <laughs> There's no way that's real. There's no way he had a real. Or he talks about his brothers. They're not no, in it. No, no, no. Nobody in his family is in this no. documentary. Which I So I gather that no one wanted to be. The only guy that he had as a friend was some guy that he... Kind of new. No, I thought the suicide guy. Well, that the, was the, the guy that worked on the, the radio show. With, yeah. You know, oh, yeah, I was going to commit suicide. I was going to jump off a ski lift. And I really? kept teaching. <laughs> really, Craig? Come on. Well, they also threw in the molestation at like, the end of the documentary just to like, throw it in. What I said, because my cousin watched it too, and he was like, You don't feel bad? I was like, I don't think him getting molested really had any effect on him gambling 40 years later. Well, I think it definitely, I mean, it definitely would have turned him into a very uh, highly ang anxious, compulsive yeah, but personality, but that's, addictive but, personality. But that's one thing. You're still scamming. Again, the end of the day, he could have went to anyone and been like, Boomer, I got in trouble. Or like, so-and-so, I got into trouble. Not to launder money, like... Well, I mean, again, I just think that he was using, gambling was his addiction. And when you're addicted to something like that, you're just out of control. I feel like, though, he only got addicted gambling. Like, the only story they told was the time he gambled Boomer's money and won it. He, he wasn't like, oh, I was always at the... I was always in AC. No, oh, he was like, literally saying that. They was like, yeah, but every, that was every that week. one time. It's not like he got the morning show and was like, oh, great, I can go take a helicopter. Well, to... He was doing it every week, though. Yeah, so after they had the show at the Bogata, I felt oh. like that was, like, when he said he was doing it every week. But also, I feel like the timeline is... Whatever he says. It was a bad documentary. Yeah, I, I was... And now he's going to be on with Evan, so it doesn't That's matter. That's stupid. Again, this is a niche. No one will know who these people were talking about. No. Sports radio. Well, but... Evan talks about wrestling a lot. That's really about it. I don't know. I just think it's... Uh... 
It's bad. It, it is unfortunate Mike Francesa retired again for like the eighth time. Well, Sundays in the morning with him were one of my favorite times of the corona. <laughs> and the tweets. I, I mean, what happened to Mike? So Mike Francesa is a big blowhard. He said he was going to have his own... He was going to have his own show on the on the CBS app that no one has or pays for. And then he would be talking politics. He thought he was going to be able to talk... Po this is before the coronavirus. But Francesca thought he was going to be able to talk politics for, you know, eight months. And people would want to listen to him. I think he was going to parlay... I think he was going to retire... November, December, and then thought to parlay that into like some political blowhard, either on the radio or Fox or something. But there's no, the problem with him is there's no, um, there's no avenue for a guy like that. He's also not mainstream enough. So Fran, well, the thing is, Francesa is a blowhard and a know-it-all. But he's not, like he's purpose, he purposely does that thing which people hate. Which is, well, I'm not on either side. Right. I'm right. not a Republican. I'm right. not a Democrat. Right. Blah, 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 blah. <laughs> but that's what people, people who, who, people who want to listen to political talk. Want one side. They want one side or the other. You know, it's like, why would I want to listen to, it's like if I'm a Los Angeles Laker fan, why would I listen to New York sports radio? They're never going to talk about the Lakers. They're going to talk about how bad the no, Knicks why are. Would, no, why would you listen to like an NBA California radio station that talks about very little Lakers and everything about, let's say, Golden State and, uh, and the, the... Yeah. It, but again, it's like you have, to be, you have to be on one side or the other when you're doing that kind of a show unless you're doing an actual like NPR-style show which he would never, never do no. he wouldn't be serious no one take him serious i can't believe he came back a second time well you know uh, the new owners they called me up they wanted me to come back uh, blah, 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 blah. i mean yeah like you said no one will probably know listening to this but that is that whole that's a great documentary film him about coming back again and having everyone at the station hate him and when he walked in he said hello to nobody <laughs> and when he left he said goodbye to nobody and everyone was aggravated at him. <laughs> like, do that. That's a documentary I'd watch. Because I think he would actually have personality. So I just hate the guy. Or like when he called up, like, Geo and Boomer oh, yeah. and ripped them. <laughs> you know, I never listen to your show. Never listen to your show. But this morning I heard it. And, blah, 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 blah. and they were just like, huh? <laughs> like, that I, would, that I would watch. But yeah, so he's retired again. It's unfortunate because Mike Francesa was always good for a daily... You know, absolute, just, just, there was somebody somewhere on Twitter or YouTube uh, making fun of oh, Mike Francesca. Great. It was great. Oh, what, was, what was that called? Uh, well, they had, used to have Mike, they had It was Mike back after this. Yeah. Back after this. Uh, yeah, simpler times. He's gone. Well, the Mets got a new owner. Well, they're horrible. <laughs> they, they're, they're just the Mets are just a, they're just a, a, a eternal disgrace. What can you do? All right, we're signing off. Say right. goodbye. Goodbye.
are the rules When your race has changed Life can be real strange When you're trying to figure out all the rules Hey guys Oh hey, hey. hey. Well we're not in a quantum leap mm -hmm. huh? What happened? We reunited old black old man with his wife Nothing happened Yeah what? we ran into Blackula Bacula Bacula Scott Bacula the actor? Yeah, I think he's trying to steal our leap. Yeah, he might be. Mm -hmm. This doesn't make any sense. See, we're not in a classic body switching movie either because we've been learning lessons left to right and we're still not changing back. Really? Huh. Oh, what are the rules? What are the rules? What are the rules? What are the rules? When you've kept your brain, but the world's insane, how the hell you gonna find out the rules? Well, guys, maybe we didn't keep our brains after all, like the scarecrow in the woods. I grabbed these VCR because I'm thinking maybe if we get this thing fixed, we can get shocked again while watching The Wiz and that'll send us back. Oh my God, Charlie, I can't believe I didn't think of this. Do you guys remember that electronic store on Market Street? The Wiz? It's called The Wiz. Yes. Maybe we got to bring the VCR there. Guys, I think we really are in The Wiz. You called it, man. Yeah. I don't know. I don't know. We can't be sure, but uh, at this point, it does feel like the path of least resistance. It's the only thing we haven't tried. Yeah, right. right? What are the rules? black what are the rules of sleeping from young bodies? What are the rules? Who can say the N-word? What are the rules? I really want to say the N-word.